Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. You ready to start the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I guess the week went by pretty fast. All right. All right, we're going to start with the Disney Parks blog. Um, there's some. There's a Pooh Bear story celebrating Winnie the Pooh's 95th anniversary with a small smackerel of magic from Disney parks around the world. That's right. Pretty much just a review of the attractions and options that they have for Pooh in the parks around the world. Um, really, also just a way to say that, hey, Pooh is 95. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot of the parks have rides. They've got this new golden statue and... Um, it's just nice that they give Pooh a little recognition. And of course, in honor of his birthday, there are some new, uh, there's some new merchandise, including Pooh chopsticks and the ever adorable Pooh face mask in these pandemic times. <laughs> so uh, happy anniversary, Pooh. No, I love Pooh. All right. Also from the Disney Parks blog, there's some delightful entertainment that's going to be um, entertaining guests across the Walt Disney World Resort this holiday season. That's right. And we'll get into this a little more when we talk about the parks. But the Parks blog is letting us know that um, they will have the Disney Very Merriest After Hours, which is a separately ticketed event taking place on 24 nights uh, between November tw- uh, 8th and December 21st. Uh, and that is uh, when you join Mickey and Pals for a celebration of music, dancing, and Yuletide fun. Uh, they have a stage show, um, which is a holiday stage show, including Mickey's Twas the Night Before Christmas, Celebrate the Season, and Mickey's Merriest Celebration. Um, there's also going to be Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, including the return of the jolly old man himself, St. Nicholas, also known as Santa Claus. Uh, Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks uh, will appear, and that is a fireworks and projection show with Holly, uh, Hollywood Holly uh, holiday songs. Uh, Club Tinsel will be at the Rocket Tower Plaza stage in Tomorrowland, which will be a, a dance party. And the Reindeer Wranglers <laughs> will be uh, walking the streets of Frontierland performing seasonal songs uh, with a country aspect. Um, Santa Claus is going to be in Walt Disney World. Um, through November 20, uh, sorry, through December 24th. And uh, there is much, much more. And like I said, we will talk about that as we go through the parks in Florida. Okay. But the parks blog wanted to remind us that Christmas is indeed coming this year. Oh, good. I'm glad. Now, we actually have some California news today. Yes. And it's, it's exciting news. It's very exciting. In Disneyland, the monorail is returning to service, um, well, today, That's the 15th. Right. That's right. Uh, the resort has been open since April, uh, but the monorail has been closed since March of 2020. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And the monorail in California, a lot different than the monorail in Florida. Yes, it's a, it's a ride. It's, it's not yeah, really getting you anywhere. It's not a conveyance as no. it is in Florida. And it's very short. You can't, like, walk on it. Right. You have to, like, stoop and then just get in your seat. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do have stations at the Downtown Disney District and at Tomorrowland. Uh, it's a nice little loop through the uh, California Resort. Yeah, it's a fun ride. Um, all five nights of Disney's Merriest Nights are sold out at Disneyland. That's right. These are Disneyland's uh, limited capacity, hard-ticketed events. They are listed as six parties and one. They're going to be taking place on a handful of nights in November and December. And as Cheryl said, they are sold out. So if you didn't get your ticket yet... Uh, maybe StubHub. And if you're wondering what six parties in one means, uh, they're talking about the different, the six different um, party dis- zones. 
No, I think it's, no, I don't think so. I think it's the six different um, December holidays that they're celebrating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. The modified Disney Junior Dance Party is returning to Disney's California Adventure on today. tomorrow. Oh, today. today. Yep. Sorry. October 15th. That's right. Sometimes you have to remember that we're recording yes, this in the I past. Yes, I know. It's so difficult. That's right. Um, so it's going to have a modified format that allows for social distancing. Um, the Disney Junior Dance Party is hosted by Finn Fiesta and DJ DJ, <laughs> uh, who encourage guests to sing and dance to their favorite Disney Junior songs. Uh, you get to see Disney Junior stars like Doc McStuffins, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, and Vampirina. So uh, you will get to see that in a modified format. And um, they're just going to adjust how the audience is seated, uh, and they're going to have parents or guardians seated with their children uh, to increase the family experience. Very nice. Santa Claus is coming to Walt Disney World Resort, as we just mentioned in the Disney Parks blog. Um, they're going to be at all four parks, uh, plus uh, Disney Springs. And at some of the locations, they're going to have sort of a modified meet and greet opportunity. That's right. In uh, let's go through where he's going to be. At Hollywood Studios, you will get to see Santa in his candy apple convertible during the Santa Claus Merry Motorcade. At Animal Kingdom, Santa will be on a, uh, a flotilla uh, craft uh, cruising around the Discovery River. At the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney Springs, you will get individual time in a modified meet and greet so that you can tell Santa what you want. Um, Santa will be there at the start of the holiday season on November 12th, and he'll be there through December 24th because you know he's got to make that big trip that evening. That's so, right. I mean, if I were Santa, I'd leave a couple of days early. <laughs> you never know if Southwest is going to strike. How <laughs> right. do you get back to the North Pole? Yeah, right. Um, entertainment has been announced for the 2021 holiday season at Walt Disney World. So this is just um, more about some of the same things that they were talking about in the Disney Parks blog. That's right. So uh, we mentioned the Disney Very Merriest After Hours Party, but on nights that that is not being held, the castle will take part uh, with special projection effects. One of them will be a colorful backdrop for guest photos. Uh, there will be bursts of holiday magic uh, with rotating designs, and then there will be a transition where the Magic Kingdom Park will shine as a beacon of magic and shine with an iridescent glow. Um, all of the parks, their icons are going to be beacons of magic uh, during the holiday season. Uh, over at Disney Springs, the Disney Springs Christmas Tree Stroll presented by Advent Health is back um, with multiple trees. They're going to, of course, decorate the shopping area with festive decor and there will be holiday performances. They did have the, um, the Christmas Tree Stroll last year, too. That's right. Uh, Santa will, of course, be at Disney Springs, as we mentioned already. Over at the Animal Kingdom, it will be the return of the Merry Menagerie. Um, and, uh, you know, those were like uh, large size They're uh, puppets, puppets. But they kind of look like stuffed animals. Yes. Uh, and then at the Animal Kingdom, the Tree of Life will awaken as uh, with wintry series of wintry tales with a holiday-inspired musical score. And then between the awakening moments, the Tree of Life joins the Beacons of Light. Um, sorry, Beacons of Magic, uh, and it will glow in its iridescent magic nature. Uh, over at Holiday Studios, the uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel will, of course, have projections where it will rotate between a Muppets gingerbread masterpiece, a Toy Story toy hotel, a snowy corner of Arendelle, and a Dickens... Dickens... 
Dickensian. Dickensian? Dickensian. Okay. All right. Village from Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, and that is part of the 50th anniversary. And, of course, then the Hollywood Tower Hotel will become what? Where am I? A, a beacon, beacon of, of magic. magic. In iridescent gl- shimmer and glimmer. Um, and then they will have the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along celebration, which will be uh, uh, the show with Olaf and friends with celebratory songs of the season. Uh, over in Epcot, the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by Advent Health, which is where the countries share their time-honored traditions. Uh, and they tell you about their traditions through music, dance, and storytelling. That will take place from November 26th through December 30th. Question. Yes. What happens after December 30th? Uh, you get nothing for your birthday. I know. We're going to be there on the 1st. Yes. And I'm wondering what... You get nothing. <laughs> Are they going to like just close all the kiosks? Yes. Happy birthday. <laughs> It will be, they'll be ramping up for the International Festival of the Arts, which will probably start on the 2nd. Probably. Uh, and what else do we have? Um, at the Magic Kingdom. This is for the Mary, for the After Hours. That's right. They have a special, uh, they have a special stage show for the After Hours. Yes, they do. There's also the Mickey's Once Upon a Time Christmas Parade. There is the Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Fireworks, Club Tinsel, and the Reindeer Wranglers. Hey, you know what? We gave that in another story. <laughs> so let's let's go on to the next story. Which is? Which is? Um, <laughs> more of the same. <laughs> and hopefully this one's new. Okay, yes. Um, Disney Enchantment signs are replacing the Happily Ever After signs in the Magic Kingdom hub. That's right. Uh, we know that the uh, Happily Ever After show is done. And the new happily ever after signage, um, I'm sorry, the new enchantment signage uh, is up and it tells people to check the app for presentation times. Okay. Um, the small world lightning lane sign has now been replaced with a um, higher quality version That's than right. what was there before. It looks much better. It's not just a piece of it's like not tape just slapped a over. <laughs> Piece of masking tape with lightning lane written on it. Right. Ride vehicles for Tron Light Cycle Run have been spotted on their way to the Magic Kingdom. That's uh, that's interesting. And this was posted uh, by someone on Twitter. And I can't imagine that people hang out and wait for stuff like this. No, but I mean, you just happen to catch it. And if you know, you know, if you're in the know about what these things might be and you mm-hmm. see them go by, you know. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're all loaded on semis wrapped in plastic, and uh, they were seen in the Magic Kingdom area over by the uh, Ticket and Transportation Center bridge. All right. The FastPass kiosks have been removed from Test Track at Epcot. As they're all being removed, that's big news. And if you are a plant geneticist, uh, you can get a job in Epcot as the U.S. Department of Agriculture is hiring plant geneticists. Um for their one of their pavilions there. Yeah, you know, we have many, many plant geneticists who listen to the show. I'm sure they do. So I'm hoping that somebody applies for this. Um, it is actually a position located within the Agricultural Research Service, Appalachian Fruit Research Station, <laughs> Functional Genomics and Breeding Research Unit with a duty station in Walt Disney World Epcot Center in Orlando, Florida. So do you think it's in Living with the Land? Yes. 
That's so fun. So it's people uh, can watch you work. Biotechnology related uh, research uh, for the genetic improvement of selected tree fruit species with modified plant growth and development, fruit quality, and or disease resistance to develop superior germplasm and cultivars and enable production. Okay, then. So yeah, that is you know they they often talk about how the. Um, Living with the Land is sponsored by the U.S. Department of Agriculture mm-hmm. and Disney, and they work together. And you never see anyone in there. Well, Very rarely do you see someone I feel like we're always there, there, like, on the weekend. Right. Or, like, 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a bad job. You're kind of part of the show. Yeah. I wish I was a plant geneticist. I know. I think, you know, you get paid by uh, the probably the federal government. Right. It's a government job. But you probably also considered a Disney employee. You, like... I think you get you in the parks con- for free. You could and be stuff? a contractor. Maybe. Probably don't get into the parks for free. That's well, what if you just go after work? Maybe you just don't leave you leave right. work. I know. And slip into your casual exactly. clothes, like put on a tank top. Yeah. Mesh half shirt. <laughs> uh, what's going on over at Hollywood Studios? Um, holiday decorations have replaced the very short lived 50th anniversary banners on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, those were up for all of two weeks. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the banners are down and they have red, white, and blue tinsel stars that are going up on, uh, in Disney's Hollywood studios. Uh, red, white, and blue or just red and white? Red and, it says red, white, and blue, but I don't see any blue. Nope. Red and white. Cause like, I assume, if it was red, white, and blue and over stars, it's like more like the 4th of July than I assume than the blue, but you know, it's blue. I can see the sky through there. So it it's, looks like. And it's uh, a beautiful like blue. blue sky in it the picture. Is. So do you think it's too early to decorate for Christmas? Um, Yes, but if you've been to Disney and you see how over-the-top the decorations are, you'd understand that they need to start now. Okay. Um, there is, um, let's see. Oh, I don't know what this is. You, you, so there's a new one. version of the uh, Wish model that is going on display at the Walt Disney Presents uh, uh, exhibition. At Walt Disney Presents. It's kind of the walkthrough right. um, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So there's, you know, they've got a scale model of the Wish. They've got some uh, uh, maquettes, uh, which are some of their um, models that they use for statues. Okay. Uh, they've got a bunch of pictures and, and artist renderings of things. Um, pretty cool display. It replaces the uh, Galaxy's Edge one. And it just shows a lot about what is going on with the new Disney Wish, which is Disney's new ship, which will arrive in June of uh, this coming year. So it's a nice exhibit. I'd like to be able to see it, but uh, we're not going to Hollywood Studios when we go in December. No, but we're going on the Wish, so. We are. We'll see the Wish. We'll actually be on the Wish before we see the exhibit. Although maybe if we go to Disney a couple days before we get on the Wish, we'll be able to see it. I don't think so. All right. All right, what's our next story here? Right. Um, Port Orleans Riverside has reopened. They have. They opened as of today, the 15th, um, and that is exciting news. Um, but even more exciting is that Yeehaw Bob is back at Port Orleans, um, although his show has been modified because sing-alongs are not allowed due to COVID restrictions. Yeah, the poor guy, it's um, it's quite the modification. You know, they don't want people standing up. They don't want people doing sing-alongs. He's not, um, he's not to play any sing-along style songs. Right. So he's had to rework his entire show um, to fit what it is that Disney's asking for. 
so hopefully it's still enjoyable. To, I'm sure it will be still enjoyable. Just hard going to be hard for him to find his groove at first, I think. Yeah, and based on the note that he posted on Facebook, uh, he says that uh, they must not have told him this because he says, for the last day and a half, I've been writing another show. <laughs> So uh, the poor guy had, uh, you know, his old, I guess, you know, you follow the old, uh, old script and, and you can't do that with COVID. Gotcha. Uh, what else is going on? So there's some Disney Springs news. Uh, there is. How, I don't even know how to say this. Some sort of a helium balloon. The aerophile helium balloon, which used to be known as characters in flight. Okay. Um, is closing for refurbishment on October 17th. And it will be down for 10 days through October. October 27th. Did you know it is the world's largest hand-painted helium balloon? No, I did not. Oh, that it is. Uh, and it will take guests on an eight-minute ride up to 400 feet above Disney Springs. Fun. We've never done that. We've not. There was one time that there was, like, actually Groupons for that. Yeah, there were. <laughs> we tried to get on, I believe. No, I didn't. No, you didn't? No. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk entertainment. Okay. Um, a new Star Wars... Halcyon Legacy five-issue comic series, which is inspired by the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, is going to be released next year. That's right. So I thought it was pretty, I don't want to say pretty bad, but when Galaxy's Edge opened and when Avengers Campus opened, Marvel Comics released five or six-issue miniseries related to those events. Well, now we're not only getting comic books when new lands open up, but we're getting comic books that give you the backstory on the Halcyon. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Halcyon is the ship on which you... Uh, stay during your two-night cruise on the Galactic Star Cruiser. And this new comic series um, gives you a little bit of the history of the ship over a number of years. So how Han Solo interacted with the ship and uh, Hondo and all sorts of Star Wars characters. So this isn't just some random ship that you're getting onto. This is a ship that has a, a rich history in a galaxy far, far away. You'd think they'd ship you this comic book uh, when you got your... Um, travel documents. Right, maybe they will. Maybe. Or maybe they'll charge you seventeen ninety nine. Probably. Yes. <laughs> um, Disney Cruise Line uh, ports of call debarkation policy has been updated. Um, basically, the the big news here is that unvaccinated children are limited to Disney Cruise Line port adventures. So. Um, they can get off. The kids can get off on Castaway Key, um, but anywhere else, if they want to get off, they have to be booked on a Disney Cruise Line excursion. That's right. You cannot get off and just wander around the port on your own. Nope. Um, even if you're, even if the parents are vaccinated, and the children are not. They can only get off during a Disney-led uh, port adventure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even trying to go to one of like the beach clubs where you sign up separately and then take your own transportation over or um, some of those beach clubs have transportation that comes over and gets you. Yeah. If it's if it's not paid for through Disney, it doesn't count. That's right. Um, Also in cruise line news, a number of 2021 Western Caribbean sailings have been modified uh, so that uh, Grand Cayman is no longer a port uh, because Grand Cayman has not yet opened to uh to guests okay so that is the news there uh and uh that's all the cruise news we have and let's talk uh, let's talk some entertainment all right um adventure through the walt disney archives is coming to disney plus on november 19th and this is especially exciting to us because we've been to the Walt Disney Archives, which are located at the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a special that was actually uh, available to D23 Gold members 
Um, it was a webcast. Okay. Uh, and they have now uh, sent it uh, probably nine months later. Uh, I think it was last summer that we, we saw it. Uh, and it's now coming to Disney+. Plus. So it's very cool if you're into the archives. Um, I, I think that's the coolest part of the studios, mm-hmm. you know, when we yeah. got to go in there and see some of the, uh, some of the uh, artifacts. Right. Uh, very cool. And if you're into Disney history, it's a, it's a show you won't want to miss. And that is going to debut on Disney Plus on November 19th. Very good. Um, a new trailer for Marvel's Hawkeye has been released. Um, and the first two episodes are going to be streaming on Disney Plus on November 24th. That's right. That's a little earlier than they had uh, announced initially. It is a six-episode uh, holiday event, as mm-hmm. they are calling it, because it does center around the Christmas holidays. Now, putting the first two episodes out on... Um, November 24th, another episode out on the uh, 1st of December, 8th of December, 15th, 22nd. That gets us to the week before Christmas. So you don't have to worry about uh, Christmas interfering with your Hawkeye plans. Oh, thank goodness. Um, and, and that's probably why they released it is, yeah. you know, because the holidays are coming up. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, it looks really good. You know what else I'm looking forward to? Um, Olaf Presents. A little more Olaf, which is coming to the Disney uh, Plus on November 12th uh, in the form of Olaf Presents. It is a series of shorts, and uh, in these shorts, Olaf will recount some of the Animation Studios' classic movies. Uh, And in the new poster uh, that was released as well, he will give his interpretation of Tangled, Moana, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Lion King. That sounds pretty awesome. So those uh, look pretty fun. Um, it, and, and I believe these are one-man shows. So Olaf will get to show us all of his uh, theatrical flair, and he will be uh, taking on roles such as a mermaid, a genie, a lion king. <laughs> um, and uh, that's, that's pretty fun. It's going to be cute. Yeah, it will be. Um, a new image and plot description have been released, released for Ciao Alberto, a short that's coming to Disney Plus in November. That's right, on November 12th, which is also known as Disney Plus Day. Um, Pixar has released a new image and a description of the uh, show. Um, Alberto was one of the mer people. Okay. Uh, he was Luca's friend. Uh, and uh, Alberto has stayed in Porto Rosso. And with Luca away, he's trying to impress his mentor, Massimo. And, uh, you know, we'll see what uh, hilarity ensues. That was a cute movie. It was. We haven't rewatched that one. We haven't, but we should. We should. All right. Um, some good news out of Florida. Um, the COVID-19 um, case count has dropped uh, to its lowest seven-day average since July. It has. Uh, and on Wednesday, they, uh, the state of Florida reported 2,505 new cases, uh, and that is the first time the seven-day average fell below 3,000 for the first time since July 7th. Uh, the seven-day average for deaths was 240. Um, the de- so the, the number of cases went down, but the death count increased by three. Um, the decrease uh, is down 24.9% from last week. And their positivity rate has been declining since mid-August. So that is uh, good news. Um, In Orange County, which is the home to both Walt Disney World and Orlando, uh, sorry, Universal Orlando, there was a 31% drop in cases and a 49% increase in deaths. So it sounds like at this point, if you get it, 
your chances of you dying are uh, are much better. Um, <laughs> better or higher? Higher. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, better is a relative term, I yeah. guess. Uh, in Florida, since this all began, there have been 3.6 million confirmed cases of uh, COVID-19 and 57,000 Floridians have perished. So hopefully things are getting better and we're on the upswing again. Yeah. All right. You have any final words? Nope. All right. So I hope everybody has a good weekend. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.